Welcome to the Becoming Eva podcast, where we discuss real-life issues from a woman's perspective. Becoming Eva seeks to break the silence within the female community while fostering authenticity, transparency, and healing. We're We're your hosts, Latoya Moore and Maya Dawson. Let's get started. Happy Saturday. (laughs) We made it, y'all. A rough one, but we're here. We're yes. Here. <laughs> As you all can see, we have a very, very special guest with us this morning. So uh, I will let Latoya introduce her. Yes. So Dr. Nina Bronner is the Minister of Worship and the Arts at the Word of Faith Family Worship Cathedral. She is a licensed and ordained minister of the gospel, a worship leader and founder and leader of Women of the Word, also known as WOW. So through WOW, Dr. Nina disciples and uplifts hundreds of women every single month. Dr. Nina and her husband, Bishop Delcy Bronner have five children and 10 grandchildren. So we are so excited (laughs) to have you with us this morning. Um, Just in case you guys didn't know, Becoming Eva fans, we were all heading to the studio to do this one in person. And the power was out. (laughs) Yay. So we all... Home and we are all here virtually with you all this morning. So thank you guys so much. We made it. We made it. So once again, Dr. Nina, we appreciate your flexibility as you were like literally almost to the studio when we were like, wait, turn around. So thank you for your flexibility. Yes, we are so excited to have you this morning. Truly my pleasure. And I'm so glad to be with y'all today. I know a lot is going to be just a, such a wonderful blessing. All that will be shared by all of us will be such a blessing to everybody that is listening today. I love it. I love it. Well, before we get into learning more about the amazing Dr. Nina, we got to talk just a little bit about what's trending. I I really want you to weigh in, Dr. Nina, on some of what's, you know, been going on in our world in this day and age. And so might get a little messy. Feel free to opt out. But, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about what's going on in the culture. So First and foremost, actually, y'all may remember this. A couple weeks ago, we talked about Sierra, and uh, she had basically, you know, posted something on IG where we were like, "Oh, it's a little too is is how much skin is too much skin, basically." And so there was dialogue around that, and she actually just released a video called "The Girls," and so. It did spark more dialogue because a lot of people were like, mm, this looks a little more like the old Sierra versus the new Sierra, you know. And so just just wondering, first of all, if, if either of you had a chance to either see the video or clips from the video and if, if you have any feedback on just, you know, Miss Sierra these days. No, I haven't seen the clip. I'm so sorry. I probably should have looked at it before okay. being live today. That's okay. <laughs> We're not going to play it on Becoming Eva. We will not. But just to give you a framework, it's a lot of twerking. And I think she has a cigar. And she's married to Russell Wilson, um, huge 
um, quarterback. And he plays for who does he play for, Maya? Oh gosh, it used to be the Seattle Seahawks, but I don't know if he still does. I could be wrong. He may still player. He is adamant about being a Christian and serving God. And so she's, you know, just out there like twerking it, <laughs> you know, smoking a cigar and all kinds of things in the video. And she has like kids and things like that. So the question is, is she doing too much? Too much? I would say absolutely well, too much. Um, I was thinking back to the prayer that went viral a couple years ago. So Sierra, she did this prayer. And in this prayer, she prayed for discernment, wisdom, and to really learn um, from wisdom that, that she's gaining from like life experiences and all this to say, she prayed for her husband is what is what she kind of was saying based on the prayer and so it seems like you know she's adamant about being a, a server of god but then you know she's twerking and smoking cigars i think it's a little too much um but the thing about i feel like people that are in the spotlight everyone is judging them through their transitions and decisions and different things. And so, you know, I think she may still be learning wisdom and discernment and I pray that she gets there. Um, but she is out there for the world to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's just lift that, that precious sweet little woman up in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it is a matter of people growing, growing, and we don't we don't know her full story. So, and how many of you know nobody can judge but the Lord? Amen. So He knows where she is. He knows where a whole lot of other people are. He knows where all of us are, uh, and He knows, you know, where we've been. He knows where He knows who we are in Him. He knows who He's called us to be. He knows our destinies. He knows that the devil is always on our traps and tracks anytime. How many of you know anybody that names the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they're going to experience a lot of warfare. Absolutely. A lot. Anytime anybody's trying to uh, name him as Jesus Christ, the Lord of their life, that they're going to experience a lot of warfare, especially people that are in the limelight. Yes. So they get attacked more. Those demons come after them than the average person because they got a lot of influence on people. Yeah. So, so that, you know, that's the bottom line. So we just all need to all pray for one another, period. Yes. No matter what, uh, at, nowhere, no matter what, uh, what people do in life, no matter where they are in life, we all just need to pray for one another. Yeah. And, and practice charity, you know, seeing the best in other people. You are absolutely right. And, and yes, I it can be very confusing. It can be very uh, confusing to people if when they see things that don't really line up with the word, but they have to understand growth is a, is a process. It's a process. Amen. It's a process. So it's up to all of us to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and then glory. 
make them live our, may we all live our lives and seek to live our lives in a way that it causes people to thirst and hunger for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. So true. And I love, I love what um, you mentioned Toya as well as just as very, very similar, similar to what Dr. Nina shared is we all have our issues. We're all going through stuff, but in the case of celebrities, they have a microscope on them. So everything they're going through is magnified. And yeah. so, you know, I think that's really the only difference, you know, we, we all have our issues. We're all going through stuff. We all need prayer. And just those that are in the spotlight tend to have more attention focused on them. So thank you for, for keeping us grounded, Dr. Nina. <laughs> and when people sign contracts, boo, you never know even when that, what she was agreeing to when she signed the contract before she came into a greater revelation of Jesus Christ. You yes. know what I mean? So you just never know. People are puppets on a string when they after they sign a contract until that contract ends. Yeah, that look. We have a whole other episode about that. Contracts in the entertainment industry. So, <laughs> all right. So, from the mouth of Dr. Nina, pray for Sierra. Keep her keep her lifted, y'all. Uh, next, I just want to give a shout out to our girl Yara Shahidi. She is actually playing Tinkerbell in the new Peter Pan movie. I believe it's called Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, for those of you that may or may not know, Shara, Yara Shahidi, excuse me, is actually from the television shows Blackish and Grownish. And so, yet another woman of color that will be featured in a Disney classic. So, first we have Ariel with Halle, ba Halle Bailey. Uh, you know, and I won't even say first, but you know, all the way back to when we had the princess and the frog with the first black princess. But just want to kind of get you all thoughts on how you feel about that. And I'm curious to know, especially with both of you having children and grandchildren, you know, do you do you engage in Disney movies? You know, so what are your thoughts? Well, I love the diversity inclusion. Absolutely, all for it. Um, my girls are very big princess girls and they love everything Disney. Um, and so they're excited about it. And I love that Disney is trying to bring about more diversity. <laughs> Y'all, please, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I should have <laughs> schooled myself on, on all of this. I, 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 you know, I, I rarely look at television. I look at documentaries about health and heaven and, you know, I'm, but you know what? I'm going to tell you with my grandkids, not to say that, well, let me just put it this way. There are a lot of, because uh, I, I don't know about all of this, about the Tinkerbell and all that. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. Yara. I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm in a little bubble or something. I'm sorry. But I do know that people have to be, our, people have to be careful when it comes to uh, programs that are geared toward children. Uh, they got to make sure that uh, there are shows that don't plant little seeds in their precious little minds that are kind of God. Because, you know, even as a mother of five, even as a grandmother of 10, I I am, it is my responsibility to, uh, you know, conform. Of course, my kids are grown now, but a mama's responsibility and a daddy's responsibility is, you know, there are to help to conform children into the image of Jesus Christ. It's, it's 
there is I've always felt like it was my responsibility to live my life in a way where it's not a hypocritical way. It's it's a way that's really, really real. It's uh, I want to live my life in a way that it causes other people to hunger and thirst for God. I want them to live. I live my life in such a way that I want folks to feel God in my hugs, see him in my eyes, feel him in my touch. Hear him, honey, come out and out of me. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. It's about that love and it's about training children up in the ways of the Lord. It really, really is. And guarding their precious mind and their hearts. Children cannot look at everything because they don't know the difference between what's right and what's wrong. I was looking at uh, something with my grandchildren the, uh, the, the other day. It's a very, very, uh, it's a very, what do you call it? You know, folks look at it all the time. It's something that the children love. Um, and but then there is a, a there's one little song in there that's teaching the little children to lie. Mm, wow. So, but then I, you know, I, you know, I tell my kids, grandkids, you know, this is not, you know, parents have to, and grandparents, if they're going to sit down with their children and look at a program, they better make sure that they correct anything that's wrong. Because seeds are planted in folks' minds. And then you wonder where in the world all this stuff is coming from in children. They might not always get it from a person that they see and they know that's up under their roof. But they might be getting it from television, from movies, little precious little innocent children's movies and programs. It's imperative. What has happened is that a lot of times people will use the uh, TV the internet, all that kind of stuff to babysit their precious little children. Yeah. And they really don't know what the children are looking at because they've not sat down and looked at everything with them. But the devil is busy. He is after our seed and he wants to get those kids while they're young. The seed is most impressionable when it's wet. Come on. The children are like little kids are like wet cement and they are very impressionable uh, and the lord they can be impressed by the things of the lord and they can also be impressed by the devil they can be impressed yeah. by the kingdom of darkness and they can also be impressed by the kingdom of light light and darkness so people have to keep that in mind this war this war is real y'all and i'm not one to be talking about spiritual warfare all the time but i do want you to know that there are powers of darkness that are after the children you see all this craziness going on. People do stupid stuff when they do not understand who they are, when they do not have a sense of who they really are in the Lord. If they don't know them, how in the world are they going to act right? Well, then some yeah. people that don't know the Lord at least have good morals, good values. And it is our responsibility as women of God to replenish those values that have been lost along the way. Amen. There were values that I had when I... When, that were instilled in me, simple little values that have kept, kept me my whole life. When my sweet mama would say, let your light so shine, based on the word of God, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. She would always tell me, if you don't have something good to say about someone, don't say it at all. She would she would just say, say so many different uh, things to me and they've stuck with me. They've stuck with me throughout the years. You know, plant good seeds, Nina. Plant good <laughs> seeds. 
you know, simple little things like that. So uh, do unto others as you have them do unto you. That's the golden rule. That's the word of God. So if we just follow the word of God and even blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. I want, I need mercy. That's why I extend mercy to other people. I need mercy. I need, I want God to keep on giving me and showing me mercy. That's why I extend mercy to other people. A lot of folks have a problem forgiving other people. Mm. Oh, but my God, when I think about what all the Lord Jesus Christ went through, he was spat upon. They plucked his beard out. They put that crown of thorns on his head. He was bleeding. This was painful, y'all. They mocked him. They humiliated him in front of everybody. Uh, they, they put those 39 stripes on his back and that hurt. He mm. felt every bit of it. He didn't even want to go through with it. And how do I know? Because he, he prayed the same prayer three times. Mm. Praying that was, he was crying out to God, Lord, let this bitter cup pass from me. Mm. Nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. But even after the Lord went through all of that stuff, he still said, Lord, Forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them. A lot of people just do not have an understanding of what they do. That's why they do what they do. Hurt people, hurt people, and will continue to hurt people until they get healed. Hope, hurt, folks that are wounded people will continue to wound people until they get their wounds healed. So I believe if just uh, praying for people, just like the Bible says, pray for your enemies. We're supposed to love our enemies we're supposed to uh, curse, bless those who curse us and pray for those who despitefully use us, abuse us, mistreat us, uh, verbally abuse, whatever. Pray. Why? Why? Because prayer, it changes us. And it'll keep that root of bitterness from coming up in, on the inside of us. Y'all, this thing is real. The yeah. word of God is real. God just wants us to walk it out, live it out. Live it out, y'all. We got that's what we got to do. We got a mandate. <laughs> we got a mandate from the Lord to live it out, walk in love. We ought to be distribution centers of the love of God. Amen. And understand. Just understand. We got to whew. anyway. Dr. Nina, you have touched on so much. Like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm ready to dive in. I, I literally the last thing I was gonna ask you about, and you've You've already alluded to it. If, if you want to add, you certainly can. But I know right now in particular, our country is in a lot of pain just because of a lot of the mass shootings that have happened. And of course, the one most recently was regarding, uh, it took place in a Christian school uh, by apparently a previous student that you know may have been bullied while she was there, um, a transgender um, male. And so just really that love aspect um, is key, uh, but I would love to for you to share how or the best way for us to love in the midst of grief, in the midst of hurt, in the midst of pain, the best way to forgive in the midst of grief, hurt, and pain. Well, we got to use Jesus Christ as our example, who did that. Look, Father, forgive yeah. them for they know not what they do. Anytime the Lord uh, asked us to do something, because he said, you know, when you stand praying, forgive. When you stand praying, even in the Lord's prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive trespasses mm. 
against us. The Lord will never, ever. It's like forgive. He said, forgive, even as I have forgiven you. Love, even as I have, have loved you. The Lord never, ever asks anything of us that he's not going to help us to do. Oh, my God. He, he Think about it. Even in the word when it says, oh, man, he will do exceeding abundantly above all that we're able to ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of us. What is that power that works on the inside of us? It's the power of the Holy hey. Spirit. The power, the Holy Spirit is on the inside of us. He's the one called alongside to help us, help us with anything. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Certainly the one who is called alongside to help will help me. The Lord God Almighty is our present, ever present help in a time of need. So we don't, he's not leaving us hopeless and helpless by any means. You know what the problem is? You know why it's hard for people to forgive? Because they feel that if they forgive, then it's like uh, they are letting the, the other person off the hook. Mm. And the other person is just getting by. Yeah. Oh, they're, oh, they're getting, get, getting off the hook. We need to turn the judgment over to God. When you forgive, mm. you're turning the judgment over to God, but still at the same time, you need to be loving your enemies, like he said, and he will help you to do, and praying for those. Bless yeah. the people that curse you. Uh, and then also, when you've got unforgiveness in your heart, it's like you've got explosives in your hand that you're trying to throw at your offender, but you got gorilla glue on your hand, so you end up blowing Come on. Up. You know, it's like you've got, you've got poison that you have poured in a cup for somebody else, but mm -hmm. somehow you end up drinking the poison mm. yourself. Mm. You defile your own self when you have unforgiveness in your heart for anybody. It's not doing anything. That other person, yeah, they might feel hurt that you haven't forgiven them, but they can go on with their lives. Your, your unforgiveness keeps you in a box. You stay locked up in a cage and it's imperative to forgive, otherwise you will never, ever, ever, mm. ever, ever, ever be able to experience the abundant life that the Lord Jesus Christ has already given us. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly, but we will never, ever be able to experience the abundant life in the Lord if we don't forgive. If we've got that root of bitterness down on the inside of us, that even grows deeper, roots grow deeper depending on the condition of the soul. That's why some people have a root of bitterness down on the inside of them that goes so deep and it's so hard to pluck up because their hearts had a bunch of junk in it that, that was conducive to grow a whole bunch of bitter fruit, a whole bunch of poisonous fruit that came from really, really yeah. deep roots and it's hard to uproot that. Mm. It's when the condition of the soul, if we, even in nature, when that condition, think about it, roots are designed to grow anywhere from six, mm. six inches to three to three feet. But it's some of them can grow as six, six feet, depending on the condition of the soil. Mm. And the, what if your root in you, boo, is going to produce a bunch of fruit and that fruit is going to be greater than the root. The fruit will be bigger than the root. Think about trees that grow. Oh my God, those 
those roots are not nearly as big as the that mm. big tree that blossoms out. Yeah. So people can get so upset at other folks that didn't really do hardly anything to them. They end up uh, just blowing up. They feel they they are on eggshells. They are they got so much when that root of bitterness is on the inside, then there it's like a a, a something springing up. You're talking about it fuels it fuels stuff. It fuels a whole bunch of bad feelings, anger, mm. resentment, all of that kind of stuff. It just fuels and it's just seeking it out. It's seeking out something to fuel. People can get so upset. You know how why a lot of people, uh, uh, you know why a lot of people end up uh, overreacting to mm. an action that was done against them? You know why that happens? A lot of times is because that root of bitterness is on the inside of the person. And it's not that the person, uh, that particular person did anything to warrant that action or mm -hmm. reaction. Mm -hmm. It's because they already have junk on the inside of them. They already had that root of bitterness that had already taken fruit and taken root. And that was the fruit of it. That was the fruit, booze. Mm. That was the fruit. And the thing about that root of bitterness, not only does it defile the person that has the root, but it ends up defiling other people, contaminating other people, poisoning other people in that, in the person's circle. Why? Because people run their mouths. Hmm. People run their mouths. So if, 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 you, if I don't like you, then I don't want nobody else to like you either. Yeah, I got a problem with you. I want I want everybody else in my village to have a problem with you. That's the way people do. And a lot of times people can be upset with people that's not even, it's not even based on truth. Yeah. I have seen people get upset with people and it's not even based on truth. It's based on a lie, but that is their perception. They're perceiving a stick as a snake. It's just a stick, but they're perceiving it as a snake Therefore, they treat it as a snake when it's just a stick, fool. It's just a stick. Yeah. That fool devil. Think about it. it mm. the Eve, that fool devil deceived Eve in the Garden of Eden. Think about it. He got her to believe a lie that came straight from the pits of hell. That fool. Mm. Uh, it, it, he is not even capable of telling the truth because what he'll do, that fool would, they, he will mix a lie with the truth that makes it all a lie. He caused her, look, booze, how he caused her to, well, I, well, he didn't really make her. She just, she yielded to temptation. Yield not to temptation. Building mm. his sin. Each victory will help you some other to win. You hear what I'm saying? That's the most, that's what that hymn says. Okay. Mm. Oh, you know, not to, oh my God. Ask the Savior to help you. Come for strengthen and keep you. He's willing to aid you. He will carry you through. Amen, Dr. Nina. Oh, anyway, hallelujah. But, but think about Eve, fools. He was deceived by that fool devil. Yeah, uh, God has not said that you, did God say, God hadn't told you that you were going to die? What? That sounded real good to Eve. <laughs> so she she partook of the foot of the forbidden fruit, and therefore she even gave that. She said, "Ooh, this 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 fruit is sweet. Ooh, Adam, Adam, come on over here and <laughs> oh, 
eat this forbidden fruit. And she gave it to her husband, both of them. But isn't that something how God said, Adam, where are you? Women have women nowadays, booze have, have they partaken of forbidden fruit and it's messing up households. Mm. Stuff is out of order because too many mm. women are partaking of forbidden mm. fruit. They, they got a poison on the inside of them. They don't know how to treat their men mm. anymore. Ooh. Women don't recognize the authority of their mm. husbands anymore. They don't recognize their men, mm. their men as the head of their house. Stuff is twisted up now, booze. And, 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 oh, Lord, it's just so much going on, booze. I just see, I mm. see, sweetie pies, that things are just messed up. People yeah. don't understand the severity of all of the that the uh, all of these these ideas that come from society come from the world yeah they come from the world and christian women are partaking of the forbidden fruit and they are messing their marriages up women are supposed to treat their husbands like a king come on somebody the bible says in ephesians the 34th chapter see let me let me back up boo, because see nowadays you got women that are making more men than their, they're making more money than their men. They're making more money than their husbands. They are, they got better jobs. They already got their house before they get a man. Some of these women feel like I don't need no man, honey. What can a man do for me? But they don't even need him for sexual pleasure anymore because they are pleasuring themselves well, with toys. Talk about it, Doctor. Well, it's the truth of the matter. But oh, what was I trying to get to? Oh Lord. <laughs> anyway, it's just twisted up. Ephesians the third, uh, the fifth chapter and the thirty-first verse. You know that's that scripture that says, and people love to talk about submitting yourselves one to another. Uh oh, our screen is frozen. I don't I'm know if y'all can hear me or not. I can hear you. Yeah, okay. we can hear you. Oh, the devil trying to freeze the screen. We show in. We show in. Because you're uh, talking that talk. That's why. Huh, talking but that but talk. anyway, oh my God. But Ephesians, the fifth chapter, you know, that's that chapter that says uh, uh, the, in the 18th verse, it says, be being filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Continue to be filled. You got to continue to be filled with the Spirit of God. Because Amen. that Holy Spirit helps to lubricate the situations in your life. You won't be butting heads with other people. When, because it's a, it, that Holy Spirit serves as an oil. And you're talking about the mm. fruit of the Spirit, which yes. is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. We're supposed to walk in the Spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the lust of the flesh, the flesh does not want to die. The problem with forgiveness and unforgiveness, people refuse to die. That mm. it takes a death to self, boo. Except the wheat of corn falls to the ground and dies, Ooh. it abides alone. But if it if it dies, then it's gonna bear much fruit. People don't want to oh, they don't want to die to themselves. They don't understand about dying to themselves. People are mm. too we we're in a world of selfish, and it's all about me. Women think nowadays, what about me? Mm -hmm. What about me? What about me? Well, oh my God, girl, don't you know? You're supposed to follow your husband, baby. That that's Ephesians, the fifth chapter. 
Yes, says submit yourselves one to another. But guess what? After that, it says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husband, even as unto the Lord. What Amen. you going to do with that scripture? What Amen. are you going to do in cases where you cannot see eye to eye? Yes, men and, men and women should talk about it. But when you cannot see eye to eye, then you need to yield to your husband. Amen. Nobody can make a woman submit herself to her husband. Nobody can. Submission is a willing response in love. Uh, and and even Jesus submitted. All he submitted to the will of the Father. He Amen. submitted. He gave up all of his glory. Oh my God, let this mind be in you. That's kind of my yeah. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but mm. he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant that was made in the likeness of man. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient unto death. It takes humility. It takes humility for a woman who nowadays, fools, women try to go eye to eye and toe to toe with their husbands. That doesn't work. It might look pretty. It might sound real good. It might sound real good, but mm -hmm. it doesn't work. That mm -hmm. stuff does not work. You, When a woman treats her husband like a king, like the king that he is, and how many of you know there's a king and a fool within every man? Mm. The one that you wow. address is the one that's going to come out. Wow. Oh, you got the call for the king and your man. Wow. That's the one that you're going to see. That's the one that you're going to see when a woman submits herself to her husband, then it, in so doing, she inherits a blessing, period. Also, you're, you're, that's a way of sowing good seeds. You want to make investments in your marriage. But I never did get to that scripture. Yes, husbands are supposed to love their wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. But Ephesians, the fifth chapter and the 31st verse, it says, wives, see to it that you, what? Respect your husbands. Amen. When it says respect, what does that mean? That means that you're supposed to notice that man. You're supposed mm. to honor that man. You're supposed to reference that man. That sounds a little crazy, doesn't it? And esteem that man. You're supposed to defer to that man, prefer that man. You're supposed to praise that man, compliment yeah. that man. Honey, how many of you know I compliment my husband? <laughs> oh, somebody can tell him he look good, but I don't know already told him a thousand hey, times. Hey, come okay. on. Yes, yes, yes. I do that. I know. I oh, my it. God. I, I got a fine, handsome husband. He is anointed, but he's fine as, and handsome as I don't know what. And I tell my husband all the time because it's true. Amen. I love that chocolate skin. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful chocolate man. I love it. I Dr. Love Nita, it. you didn't preach the sermon already, which we here for. We here for it. But look now, we need the backstory. We we trying to get we trying to get the scoop, okay? So okay. you talk to us about the king. We know you are married to the to the amazing, the illustrious Bishop Dale Bronner, but we need the backstory. So uh how did the two of y'all meet? Break break well, that down for us. Well, guess what? You know, we were uh we went to the same high school that was uh, Southwest High. And uh, I, I, I was on my way to my locker and I tripped over one of my friend's feet and I fell at my husband's feet. Mm. And that was our first encounter. That was, and was it love at first sight? No. Did he help me up off the ground? No. Uh, he, I looked up, I was laughing so hard cause I was so silly. I was laughing so hard, but then 
I uh, looked up at him and he looked so serious. I wiped the smile off of my face and I hurried up and got off that floor. <laughs> I sure did. And then it was our one day the lights went out in my typing class. And then I was asking that same friend whose foot I fell over and fell at my husband's feet. Asking that fr same friend, I said, Sharon, I said, if if you were to die tonight, where do you think you would go? Mm. And then I will, the man who ended up being our pastor of evangelism at our church mm -hmm. was also, you know, at, he was at, at the school. He was a student too. And he told me about the Praise the Lord Club. And I, I was hungering and thirsting at that time. That was why I even asked my 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 friend that question because i i was in the ninth grade i was miss ninth grade my heart was oh my god i had a thirst for the lord that could not be quenched i would read my bible in the morning i read it before when i came home from school read it at nighttime i was praying oh my god i wanted to be close to the lord i wanted to really 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 know god for myself i wanted him to be shown off real mm in my life and oh, oh my god but anyway i started going to those uh praise the lord uh meetings and oh i just i was hearing teachings teachings that i had never heard before learn about the holy spirit oh i felt the presence of god oh in an awesome way to the point that my knees were shaking i mean they were shaking Oh, because that this, this guy was teaching one day and he said, there are some of you all that are doubting your salvation. He said, the Lord wants to take that doubt away. If you just come down to the front of the classroom, mm. then the Lord, the Lord will take that doubt away. I went to the front of the classroom and oh my God, I started shaking with the presence of God and uh, this uh, and, and, and he, and he prophesied to me, mm. uh, but anyway, I didn't have any more doubt in my head. God wiped that doubt away. God, God is real. That's all I know. You know, even with my being a worship leader, let me tell you, mm. it, it was my husband's mother who asked me to lead worship in the Bible study that they had in their home. And um, this was because Bishop taught Bible study in his parents' home for 13 years mm. before he ever passed to the church. So it was precious Miss Bronner that asked me to leave worship in their Bible study. And oh my God, I, I did it. And then you know, I didn't I didn't have any experience. I just I just knew the Lord and I was just gonna sing unto him and invite people to join in with me. And I remember one day I went to uh, a Maryland Hickey convention. Mm. <laughs> mm. Excuse me. And I saw women worshiping the Lord uh, in a way that I had never, I hadn't experienced it on their level. And, uh, and anyway, I, and Marilyn said, you know, when you come to the service tonight, she said, I want you to have just one thing in your mind that you want the Lord to do for you. And the only thing that I, she said, and I'm going to anoint you with oil. So the only thing that I could think of, Lord, I want to be able to worship you on a higher level. I want to be able to just worship you. And, 
And so she laid her hands on me. And, and then I went back to my seat. I couldn't sit down. Mm. My, my husband was on one side of me mm. and my brother was on the other side. And I was just worshiping the Lord. And there were so many people in that room. It was unreal. Mm. I had my hands lifted up oh, to the Lord. Yeah. And the moment that I just thought, mm. that thought, that thought came to my mind, wow, Lord, this is something different. And he said, Nina, I am giving you this worship experience one like you have never had before yeah. because i want you to teach mm. my people how to praise and worship me hey I hallelujah words so clearly it was unreal i did not tell my husband anything about it uh, uh, uh until he mentioned it to me a couple of days later when we had gotten off the exit to go to our house mm. and he said nina remember when you were just standing up worshiping the lord in mary mm. Lincoln's convention on that saturday night and he said he said the lord spoke a word to me concerning wow. you and wow. he said i'm giving nina this worship experience mm. like one like she has never had before i finished it off the lord spoke the same words come on to us he's done that other times to us see i thought when i married a preacher that the and he was gonna do all the praying even though i was praying to you know prior to that of course mm -hmm. i was praying i was a child of the most yeah. and i knew i could pray i knew my god heard my prayers but when it was coming came time to like a heart i remember i had some hard situations and i wanted my husband to hear from god amen he told me uh nina god hears your prayers just like me and I said, well, I said, well, well, then let's do it this way. I said, you you go in your study and I'll I'll stay right here and I'll pray and you pray. And then let's just see what the Lord says. And again, the Lord, I was praying for someone else and the Lord gave both of us the same answer. Wow. Uh, man, I got so many stories to tell you even about the Holy Spirit because see, the mm. Holy Spirit helps me in a very practical way. Amen. About he will do exceeding abundantly above all that you're able to ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of you. Uh, he will help you with practical things, stuff that you don't even need, know how to yeah. do. You yeah. know, it's not a matter always of seeing someone else do it. See, that's not been my experience. It's always good to have examples. It's always good for a Mary to have an Elizabeth. It's always good to have a mentor, but there are some things that you're not going to have seen someone else do. Yes. And you need the wisdom of God in that moment uh, to be able to tell you what you need to do or Amen. even tell you how to do something in that moment. You need to know how to do something in that moment. And the Holy Spirit is the one who will lead you and guide you into all truth and he will show you of things to come there are many things that we as believers miss out on because maybe we don't really uh grasp a hold of the fullness of god yeah we don't really get that full revelation of who yeah. god is in us and who we are in him yes there is so much more that god has in store for all of us as believers but so often we miss out on it when we seek just like we got to be like mary and not just like the martha there's a martha in us and a mary in us and i don't think we ne should neglect Mar martha trying mm -hmm. to 
be merry all the time because then you'll be off balance and God does expect us to be balanced. You can't just be in the face of God all the time and then you neglecting your house. Yeah. Neglecting your husband and your children and your responsibilities as a woman of God. You're neglecting your responsibilities. You're working for somebody else and you're neglecting your responsibilities because you you're on your job praying and praying in the Holy Ghost all day long or looking at uh, ministry or listening to ministry all day long to the neglect of doing your job. No, but we the Bible says, Jesus said when Martha what was so upset when when she was in there see, trying to prepare a meal for Jesus who had come to their household. She said, Jesus, why don't you tell Mary to come in here and help me? And he, he told her, girl, you are so worried about so many different things. You, you're just so busy, so busy, so busy. She, he said, Mary has chosen. She, the good part, he said, this thing mm -hmm. is needful. This thing is the thing that is very necessary. This is what is necessary. Yeah. Mary has chosen the, the good part and it will not be taken away from her. I guarantee you. I tell women all the time, when you sit at the feet of Jesus, you rise mm. up sweet. When you sit at the feet of Jesus, see what's happening is that mm. you're, in the, you're in the face of a God who is truth. And he mm. will show you the truth about yourself. He'll show you the good stuff and he'll show you the bad stuff. He'll tell you, look, yes. girl, we need to go straighten that out with so-and-so because you spoke to that person in the, in the wrong way. You need to go, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Lord will show you just like Isaiah the sixth the sixth chapter he said in the king in the year that King Uzziah died I yeah. saw the Lord and he was high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple mm. oh and 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 then he said woe is me for I am undone I am a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Oh, when he was purged, then look, look here. He said, "Here am I, send me." God purged him. Listen, yeah. you know, think about it. I'm a, I'm a person of unclean lips, cause I dwell. You got to be careful of who you hanging closely with, boo. Who's who's in your circle? You're in a circle, and we become like the things we behold. Anyway, we become like the people that we behold. That's why you got to be careful. You got to guard your eyes. We yeah. got as believers must guard our eyes. We can't yes. look at everything because and, and listen to everything. That music will continue to play over and over in our head. Uh, we can't look at everything. Yeah. Mm. That whether people believe it or not, Satan can have a, a flesh hook and reel people in to a to his web and it's hard to get out. A lot of times it's hard to get out. When you're in the face of temptation, then the the Lord provides a way of escape so that we may be able to bear it. There is yeah. and then there is a trap door that Satan has. So we 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 choose. We gotta choose. We have to choose. We make we make the choice. You whether we take the way out, the way of escape that God has already provided. Mm -hmm. He's a He's already provided everything that we need. And I know uh, I've been lied on, cheated, talked, treated, all that kind of stuff, been beautiful. In that song, I know I've heard people try to criticize 
that song, Long As I Got King Jesus, mm -hmm. Don't Need Nobody Else. But I understand what the songwriter meant by that mm -hmm. because when you have the Lord Jesus Christ, in him is everything that you Amen. need. Because he will give you, he will send the people in your life that you need because no man is an island unto himself. No woman is an island unto herself. So he will people that you need, he will send you whatever you need. But, but see, he says, even in Matthew, the sixth chapter, the 33rd verse, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, everything that you need will be added yes. to you. It, it means you seek the king and not the thing. When you seek his face and not, him, and not his hand, everything in his hand that is intended for you is given to you on a silver platter. Everything you need to... Lord, is praise God. You have been dropping so many words of wisdom today. Thank you so much for all of your advice on balance because we know there's a lot that you do that you've done along um in your in your journey i want to ask what are some of the greatest challenges you've experienced um being a first lady and how did you overcome some of those challenges like what are some practical things that you did can you share some words of advice in that area okay. well I, I i really can't say that i have had challenges as being a first lady, but I can say this, there was a time as a first lady that I had, I felt inadequate. Mm. Uh, I felt, uh, I don't know, but you know what? It was the word of God that set me free because I went to a conference and the Lord just gave me that revelation uh, mm. in John, the 15th chapter and the 16th verse. Uh, that while I was there, that that scripture just exploded in my spirit. It's like the Holy Ghost just somehow he broke that word down to me that I got a burst of revelation in my spirit. So is that that point that scripture says you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you bear much fruit. Hey. And, and so it's like in that scripture, okay, wait a minute. I was feeling inadequate, less than, but like God chose me. If God himself chose me, mm -hmm. what, then that means I'm accepted in the beloved. So why in the world am I looking and seeking man's approval? God himself chose me. And if he, if he anointed me, that then he, if he appointed me, that means he anointed me because there ain't no appointment without anointment. Okay. Amen. So I'm anointed. What I got from that? I'm anointed. I'm approved. I'm anointed. I'm appointed. I'm approved by God. And firstly, I'm accepted in the beloved. Because he's not, if I'm chosen, boo, that means I'm accepted. I'm accepted in the beloved. I'm anointed, I'm appointed, and I'm approved by God. That's it. That's all you need. When, oh, my God. That, boost. that word is the truth of the word of God that says yes. to me. Continue in my word. So shall you be my disciples. Indeed, you shall know the truth. You shall become intimately acquainted with the truth, and the truth will make you free. 
One thing I love about being a first lady is that it gives me uh, the opportunity to love so many people, to know so many people and Mm -hmm. to love so many people, wrap my my arms around so many people. Of course, I'll do that to a waitress in a restaurant. So it didn't matter. (laughs) I was in a restaurant with my husband yesterday and I said, let me give you a hug. That was our precious little waitress. But uh, yeah, I, I look at and I, you know, I train myself to look for the good and everything. So I'm, I and I, I, I choose to have the, the right perspective. When I wake up in the morning, I choose to, to, to put those rose tinted glasses on my eyeballs. Cause how many of you know we all have choices? You can either put on dark tinted shades when you get up in the morning, and if so, then you're gonna put those on, and you'll be saying, "I'm doomed. I'll never make it. We're doomed. We'll never make it." Or you put those blue tinted glasses on, then you're gonna be singing the blues. But when you put on those rose tinted glasses, boo, it gives you the right perspective. Oh my God, you know that you'll know. Everything is coming up roses some kind of way because we know that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and and that are called according to his purpose. I love the Lord and I'm so it doesn't matter all. He said, we know that all things, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things we don't understand, the things we can't even wrap our minds around, the things that disappoint us most, that wound us most, that hurt us most, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and those that are called Mm -hmm. according to his purpose. So when things happen in life, I already know it's for the glory of God and for my good. It's for my good and for the glory of God. It's for my good and for the glory. It's for my good and for the glory of God. It's for my good Mm -hmm. and for his glory. It's for my good and for Mm -hmm. the glory of God. It's for my good and for his glory. Dr. Nina, you done wrote a song already. We about to be, we about to lead the podcast singing that. (laughs) Come on and worship with the word. But I want to ask, first of all, I feel like I have been drinking from a fire hydrant this entire Mm. episode because you are just like pouring forth wisdom like, oh my gosh, I can, I can barely keep up, like barely (laughs) keep up. We're so honored and privileged to have you with us this morning. I want to ask as we're beginning to wrap up, like you, I mean, as you mentioned, you know, your children are grown, building families of their own, like pursuing their purposes and callings and God, praise the Lord. You've got 10 beautiful grandchildren, you know, that are being trained up in the word of God as well. What do you see in this season of being an empty nester and, you know, being able to love on your grandbabies? Like, what do you see next for you in this season of life? Oh, I, you know what? I know I have books in me. Amen. And um, I I am working on the, well, I'm working on two at one time, but I'm going to get out one of them first. <laughs> yes. So, and uh, yeah, because I can't go to my grave with what's on the inside of me. And it's just a matter in this season of my life to do what I can do and let other folks I need to focus on doing those things that only I can do. Amen. And delegate the rest. Amen. You understand? Delegate because nobody can tell my story like I can. Nobody can give the revelation that the Holy Spirit has given me and that I live out 
like I can. Nobody can give an anthology of even the way that I think that causes and has an effect on the my behavior the way that I can. Yeah. See, my mind is already trained. I don't allow my emotions to master me. I master my emotions. I do not allow my emotions to control me. I control my emotions. Why? Because it says in the Bible that uh, in Philippians, the fourth chapter, it says, you know, after it talks about, you know, be anxious for nothing, but give it to God. It says, it says, think on those things that are good mm. and lovely and honest and just mm. and pure and mm. a good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise then think on these things and throw everything else out the window mm. throw everything else if it's not all of the above good yeah. and lovely and honest and just and pure all of the above throw it out of the window why because you can the lord never put anything in his word that we could not do can we do it by ourselves no mm. but the holy spirit will help us he has given us everything that we need he's yeah. given us all things that pertain unto yeah. life and godliness he really really has he doesn't leave us hanging out on the limb by ourselves but i tell you it's important imperative if we want to live you're talking about the kingdom of god is not meat or drink but it's righteousness peace and joy and the holy spirit is no way in the world if we don't treat people right that we will experience that peace and that joy. Mm -hmm. It's no way. It, it won't be real. It'll be fake. It'll be fake peace, fake joy. Hallelujah. Because you, a child of God cannot treat people wrong and expect to have joy. A child of God cannot treat people wrong and expect to have peace. Amen. It doesn't work. Amen. Well, Toya, you want to take us on into noble character? Yes. So we have a segment on Becoming Eva called Noble Character Acknowledgement, where we acknowledge um, usually a woman or women in the community that is um, inspiring others and being a role model. So this today, this episode, Dr. Nina, we want to acknowledge you as a woman of noble character. Yeah. Now, wow. Thank you. The day that really stands out in my mind um, as it relates to you, it was June and we were, I was actually a chaperone for one of the summer camps for the, uh, it was a Bible summer camp and it was overnight trip and I was going to be one of the chaperones. And I think it was like a, maybe a two hour drive on the way there. And um, I got the phone call while we were pulling up um, to the camp. And it was one of those phone calls that you just never mm. want to hear. Um, that was the day I, uh, when I found out that my boyfriend or, well, we had broken up like a month ago, but that was the day that I found out that he was killed um, in a car accident. And so I just cried. Um, and you know, I'm friends with Christy and Kirsty. They're like, what's wrong? You know, I told them what was wrong and then they let you know, and you took, you drove me cause you weren't on the bus. You drove yourself and you were like, I will take you back. So you drove me two hours back to Atlanta. And then of course you had to drive back. So that's 
that's the day that really stands out in my mind wow. as it relates to you because you did it so quickly without hesitation mm-hmm. um, just really spoke to the type of person that you are um, mm-hmm. very selfless and it just spoke volumes of who you are and I mm-hmm. see you as um, a spiritual mother like watching you and your relationship with the ki- with your kids and how they're able to communicate to you and talk to you about anything, um, I I want that because that was not something that I did not grow up like that, um, and so it's really inspiring and you're a role model to me. And as I am raising my children, I desire to have that type of relationship um, them. So you are a woman of yes. character. You are modeling and walking it out all the way. And that was years ago. Um, you have been inspiring me so long ago. Um, so I sometimes we never get a chance to really tell people like how much they've mm-hmm. our lives but i just want you to know that i see you as um like my spiritual mother and I, mm-hmm. I thank you so much for just being who you are so genuine so kind so mm-hmm. loving um oh god thank you i had forgotten all about that i remember now my god yeah. Praise God. It was my pleasure. It's always my pleasure. You know, I, I just believe in um, help. Oh, did we lose Dr. Nina? I know she's been a little in and out. We may have lost her. Y'all, this has been amazing, though. Absolutely amazing. If she is able to come back in, Okay. Oh, there you go. I was like, oh, did we lose her? Oh, go ahead, mm-hmm. Dr. Nina. You were just saying you had you had forgotten about that moment, but now you remember it. Yeah, but yeah, I just believe in um, doing what you can to to make people's lives easier. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people can get in tight situations. That's when you need people. You need people yeah. that will will you know offer to help. You know, sometimes people don't know. But, you know, people, everybody needs help with when everybody has desperate moments when they need somebody to help them, to make it easier on them, whatever that it is, whatever it is, whatever they can do. So that's what I live. I live by that. It's just doing things to help, you know, to make life easier for someone else. And I think that came from my mother. When she she said so good seeds because really when you're doing it because it's like that means if I see a paper toilet paper in a public bathroom or in the church bathroom or whatever if I see tissue or uh, paper towels I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a paper towel or something and I'm if I see a I'm gonna put my card up and somebody else's card up. You know, you know how you have those little, you know, those little areas you're supposed to put uh, grocery carts in. Mm-hmm. I want to make somebody else, somebody else's life easier. If I'm, even if I'm in a store and I see stuff out of place, if I see some clothes that fell on the floor, if I really have that time to pick stuff, I've done that a many a times. 
you know, I, I believe in making people's life easier. And I'm, I'm telling, I'm, I'm saying this uh, to all the people that are hearing so that we collectively can make other people's lives easier. Amen. And y'all, the elderly boos, y'all see about your, see about folks just don't really see about people the way that they should. Yeah. You know, love unfeigned is, is, is to see about the, the widows and the orphans. Mm -hmm. There's so many people, you know, if we just take a little time to even go to a, a home for the elderly or even visit our own relatives that are at home, elderly people that are at home or, well, I got the boldness in me. If I'm on a mall and I see men, young men that are not acting the way they should, I'm going to put my arm around them. Mm. At the risk, I don't even think. I don't be. I don't. I don't even think about somebody maybe bringing me harm. I look at these people as my children. Amen. I look at them as my children. Those are my. That's my son. Everybody, Amen. it does take a village to raise folks. If we don't do, yeah. if we do not do what we need to do as the representatives of Jesus Christ in this world, who's going to do it? If we don't let our yeah. light shine, where's the light? Mm. Where is the light? We have to get out of our own, own little mm. and embrace other people. Because it's not just about us and our families, our our own little families. It's a we're all family. We're everybody is we are, we is all family. We is all family. We got to help. Amen. We got to help these young people that are going astray. We got to mm -hmm. give these young people a. There were there were two people that came to a house to help move furniture the other day. I threw my arms around one of the young men. I didn't even see him. I, we were in the dark. Uh, one of the young men had on a, a hoodie. Uh, I didn't I didn't even see their face before I entered the house because I it, it was a boarded up house and I needed moved out of it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I just started. My heart just went out to those two young men. And um, anyway, oh my God, I, I I I started praying for them. I started even telling them some things about. I just shared what was yeah. on my heart to share. And oh my God, and I you know I started crying because a lot of times mm -hmm. I just when I when I get feel that compassion. See, Jesus was moved with compassion. Uh, but when I feel that compassion, and I was in the presence of those young men. One of those young men just consoled me and everything, and but whatever. Then when we got outside, I saw, I saw some things that I did not see when we were in mm. in the dark. I mm. saw some things, but it's like, Lord, thank you. Yeah. And I just hugged, you know, both of these young men. I didn't let them leave my presence without hugging them. And I and when we were in the dark in the house, I spoke life to them. Because few Amen. people spoke, speak life. I tried to tell them who they are. I tried to tell them who God created them to be. Yes. Eagles and not pigeons. He created huh. them to soar. Soar high. And and doing all these other things, getting caught up in, in, in the wrong crowd, it can get you in trouble. Yeah. So you're better than that. I told these young men, you're better than that. Mm. On the inside of you, become intimately acquainted with the Lord. Seek the Lord. The Lord loves you more than you know it. You know, so but if everybody, if every Christian even were to tell somebody, Krista can tell you, I was even in the neighborhood with her on the out outside of her house. But when the people walk up and down the street, I'm hey, how you doing? <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? And God loves you. I love you, but Jesus loves you. Amen. I love you, but Jesus loves you more. 
Oh, you can't. Oh, that goes a long way because some people don't even know. That's true. They don't know the love of God. They don't know. They don't know. They, they're caught up into folk doing crazy yeah. things with sage. Mm. Folk, folk are, are, are consulting the, the card readers mm -hmm. and the crystals. They're dealing with the crystals and uh, what you call the new age stuff. A whole bunch of crazy, spooky, yeah. and spiritual worship. All kinds of crazy, spooky stuff. Yeah. And, and Christians mm. are Christians. Uh, getting that junk in their spirit and they're combining Christianity with a whole bunch of stuff that came from the pits of hell. You can't mingle the seed. No, it's not okay to deal with the little sage. Whatever the people are doing with that sage. That's crazy. That ain't in the Bible. That ain't in the Bible. Jesus didn't deal with sage, boy. Mm -mm. That's stuff. The Christians are crazy. That did not come from the kingdom of light. It came from the kingdom of darkness. Yes. The the tarot card reasons that came from the kingdom of darkness. And when you get yourself open, you open yourself up to this mess. Mm -hmm. That's opening your spirit up to the devil. It's open your is you're opening your spirit. You are entertaining demons without even knowing. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. Wow. It's the bottom line. People don't believe it, mm. but it's true. But it's true. People don't believe it, but it's mm. true. Mm. People don't believe it, but it's true. But it's worship. Believe it, but it's true. Worship. Wow. It's true. Dr. Nina. Oh, it's a people are messed up. Y'all know yourselves. People are messed up mm. nowadays. It's a whole lot of stuff going on up here. And that's where that warfare begins, yeah. right? You got to guard your heart. You got to guard your mind. Don't look at everything. Don't listen to everybody. Wow. All that advice doesn't come from the Lord. Some of that came from the pits of yeah. hell. It's trying to distract you. It's trying to mess you up. It's trying to uh, mess your destiny up, boots. Yeah. People got to be careful. So good. People have to be very so careful. good. I this is my first time meeting you and actually engaging with you, but your fruit precedes you mm, and it you. has for decades mm, i knew you. of your fruit long before i knew of you and so i am so honored to just witness some of the root in just this fraction and just this fraction so if y'all don't know now you know dr nina bronner is a woman of noble character so, wow. Thank you. I, I hate to close out. I, I want to ask, especially since we didn't get you in the studio, can we can we get a do-over, please, at some point? Sure. Sure. I, do. Cause I, don't, so know what, I don't know what's going to come out then, but yeah. yeah <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. There's more to come, I have no doubt. So, y'all, we just be on the lookout for part two. That's all I'm going to say. But okay. we're going to wrap up. You are, I'm going to put... Oh, go ahead, Toy. What'd you say? So we definitely need a part two with yeah. Dr. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to put a link in the chat uh, for those that are uh, joining us live or watching this later. Please click that link. We want feedback from you, uh, not only about any future events or activities that the BE community can participate in, but we also want feedback about Becoming Eva, about the podcast. If there are segments you like or don't like or topics that you want to hear about that you haven't heard about, we want to hear it all because we are about 
serving you. We're about serving the BE community. So click that link if you haven't already, and I will leave it to Toya to close us out. Yes. So before I close out, tomorrow is a special day. Maya's Maya Dawson's birthday is tomorrow. We have special plans for you at the studio, but we'll uh, I'll touch base with you later um, to celebrate you. So happy birthday. Um, don't forget to grab your merch at becomingtoday.com. Yes. Get your mugs, get your shirts, um, support us. Um, next week, we'll be starting our series on Notable Women with Candace Richmond. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Becoming Eva Today. And we'll see you guys soon. Yes. Thank you, Toya. Thank y'all. Have Thank a wonderful you. rest of the day. Such an honor having y'all. Bye. See you soon. Okay. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Click subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out at becomingevatoday.com or email us at becomingevatoday.com. See you next time. time.